A lot of that story involves my trying to talk to white people that I considered friends and family about my own experiences of racism and them not believing me. I wrote my book because I wanted the world of sex, dating, and relationships to be better. I'm proud that I was able to bring together lots of different thinkers from really different disciplines. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet award-winning musician, writer, and activist Andre Henry, Washington Post columnist Christine Emba, and designer and teacher Susie Wise. Listen in to learn about how these authors are working within their specific disciplines, racial justice, sexual ethics, and community-centered design, to create a better, more equitable world. Enjoy. Hi, this is Andre Henry, author of All the White Friends I Couldn't Keep, Hope and Hard Pills to Swallow About Fighting for Black Lives. I wrote my book because for the past several years, I've been on a serious intellectual quest to understand how can ordinary people work together to change the world. And... A lot of that story involves my own journey into racial justice activism, especially how that journey began with trying to talk to white people that I considered friends and family about my own experiences of racism and them not believing me and me going out to search out that truth and then share that information and them still not believing me. So I was very much, in a way, provoked to write the book by my own experiences of racism, seeing you know, the viral police killings that have taken over the national narrative in several years and sparked, you know, a global revolution. And from my personal experiences of trying to persuade people that didn't want to be persuaded and what I've learned along the way about nonviolent struggle and really just wanting everyone to have that same experience that I had, not the bad experience of talking to people who don't believe you, but the experience of hope as I learned more and more about nonviolent movements. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be challenging. (laughs) I had fun doing it. I think that I did it pretty quickly. But I was thinking about this after the first day of recording, that when I used to be a pastor, they used to say that to preach an hour-long sermon or a 45-minute sermon was like a full day of work. And I was like, oh, man, like I read seven chapters the first day, I think. And then the next day must have been eight chapters. Like how much work did I really go through? So I was really feeling it by the end. But I'm really glad that I did. I mean, I'm used to being in the studio and recording because I'm a singer songwriter. But even though this was challenging, it wasn't as hard as like working on music. So challenging, but fun. I realized I had trouble pronouncing so many words. I mean, obviously rural was going to be a problem, but, you know, I included like the German title of those Nazi papers that talked about how important the founding of the United States was. And if I had thought about the fact that I was going to have to read that out loud, I probably wouldn't have included it. I am proudest of and also most excited about listeners hearing the patwa in the book, because like I write about in the book, I heard a lot of patwa growing up, but didn't speak a lot of it. And then a couple of years ago, 
I have been intentional about chatting Patwa with my Patwa-speaking relatives. So I tried to go a little bit slower so you could at least try to make out what I'm saying. But I am proud and excited for people to experience that. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, oh man, who would I cast? You know what? I'm going to go with Samuel L. Jackson because... He is well-known as someone who is very direct and maybe even a little bit polarizing, but I feel like he would have, like, the right attitude on the parts that need it. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Sing Unburied Sing by Jesmyn Ward. I loved it because it was my first experience, actually, with Jesmyn Ward's writing, and she's just so descriptive, a master at, you know, pulling you into the story. I love listening to audiobooks while I'm commuting. I mean, even cleaning can be, you know, distracting. I, I won't really pay attention, but it's easier for me to pay attention like when I go for walks or when I'm driving or something like that. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Little did I know, despite Mama's reassurances and my prayers to the contrary, I was destined to live through an apocalypse of sorts. But it would be very different from the one televangelist predicted, more earthy and political, more concerned with the present than the future, more about new beginnings than endings. It would be more about transforming the world than escaping into the heavens. Hi, this is Christine Emba, author of Rethinking Sex, A Provocation. I wrote my book because I wanted the world of sex, dating, and relationships to be better. And I knew that I wasn't the only one who felt that way. That there was a gap between what we were told we were getting and what we were actually experiencing. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, the word would be intense. So this is my first book, and obviously my first audiobook, And there's something about sitting with your words, the things that you or I have put on the page, and then also reading them aloud to strangers, although the team wasn't strangers by the end. And then on the topic of sex, especially including some of my own experiences, the whole process was just more intense than I thought it would be. I think I left the recording sessions most days feeling a little bit worn out and kind of raw. I realized I had trouble pronouncing Bildungsroman. Bildungsroman? Okay, I may still not be able to pronounce it. These are the perils of learning vocabulary by reading, not by listening. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman because I'm a sucker for a British accent, And also, the book was great. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in my car. If it's really good, you may find me just parked outside somewhere because it's too good to stop and to go in. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. The story touches on the power imbalances of gender, the unpredictability of emotion, the commonness of unwanted sex, Yet Margot's experience is not seen as particularly disastrous. 
it's more banal than anything else. And it seems to reflect the disappointing state of affairs that has somehow, maybe without our fully realizing it, come to be the new normal in sexual relations, at least for women. Hi, this is Susie Wise, author of Design for Belonging. I wrote this book because I think belonging is the most important thing for all of us to work on. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, it would be exhausting inspiring. Both exhausting and inspiring, that's two words, but that's my answer. Exhaust inspiring. Everyone thought I would have trouble pronouncing Mahai, Chicks and Mahai. But weirdly, I had trouble pronouncing task, right? Task. It just like kept bouncing back at me. I'm proud that I was able to bring together lots of different thinkers that have thought about belonging from really different disciplines and directions. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Meryl Streep. I've often been impressed by her, and it would be amazing if she read my book. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was The Three Mothers by Anna Tubbs. It's about the mothers of Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, and James Baldwin. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is actually in my backyard. I like being in nature when I listen to audiobooks. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. There are many definitions of belonging and its insistent opposing force, othering. Belonging is being accepted and invited to participate, being part of something and having the opportunity to show up as yourself. More than that, it means being able to raise issues and confront harsh truths as a full member of a community. Othering, by contrast, is treating people from another group as essentially different from and generally inferior to the group you belong to. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.